Games, do you really want a problem? A Saint Laurent jeans, Gucci sneak up on my collar. A same old thing, same things in the hallway. Broad day, that's how we coming out when them doors play. Long cake, sit up, stay to make sure them doors straight. Have a kilo. That is new A Boogie featuring T Grizzly. It is called Became Legends. Whether or not T Grizzly and A Boogie have became legends yet is definitely up for debate. That might be a little bit of a premature claim if you ask me. And um, I'm fans of both of these guys, but this shit just sounds thrown together. It's only two minutes long. They do pass the mic here, which is pretty cool on some like A Boogie and Don Q. T Grizzly has grown to get really good at this, but this just isn't a good mesh. Um, they exist in two different spaces. A Boogie comes with kind of like a half-assed melodic flow, and T Grizzly's bounce just kind of isn't there to pick up A Boogie. So I'm not going to get into too much of a deep dive. I really don't like this song, but I like both of these artists, so I am going to cover what they do. I'm going to transition into more music here. A lot has come out. I'm going to mostly cover the new Kaz album because it is amazing. Before I get my white cup up, before I get my white girl up, before I get my half Dominican girl up, I need real love. I'm going on my fourth trip today. I keep a full third bridge making. That is the new Tanache single featuring Future. It is titled Faded Love. I was originally pretty excited when I opened this because the whole theme of Faded Love is right down Future's alley. Future is at his best when he is talking about his heartbrokenness and how he uses drugs to cope with that. That is kind of his whole thing at this point. Um, as as he as you hear him say just in that snippet, before I give my white cup up, before I give my white girl up, before I give my Dominican girl up, I need real love. Um, future going through his whole emo being in his feels thing is when he is at his best. The problem is you need to go through two minutes and 30 seconds of boring Tanache singing. She is not a good singer. There's nothing compelling about the narrative here. The hook is repetitive. You can't tell what is the bridge and what is the verse. Um, the song is pretty much a mess up until Future comes in and kind of saves the day, but I still don't think it's enough. Maybe if the verse was earlier on in the song, I would, I would give this thing some burn, but nope, another skip for me. 0 for 2 on the day as far as these singles. Pussy you was, you don't miss grabbing this ass Now you can miss me with them subs You don't gotta check on me Cause I gotta check on me I don't need nothing from nobody, not you especially And yeah, you know that I'm the baddest cardioclassic than the fabric And I'm years away from basic and I'm miles away from average But one thing ain't not enough to me How you gon' mess with a bitch that look up to me? I cannot let up, hug me like a Gucci sweater, ain't nobody dripping water, I took the time to write a letter. Okay, so the awkwardness you just heard was Cardi B and Offset on the remix of this Ahura Dice song. It is by a couple of Spanish dudes that I've never heard of. Um, for three minutes, you have to deal with another language just to get to these Cardi B and Offset verses where they kind of um, spill their emotions out on where they are at in their relationship in almost a too honest and too transparent of a way where it kind of makes me question if it's genuine or not. This whole... Um, relationship this whole narrative seems a little forced to me cardi b talks about how she doesn't need anything from offset he's a dub he's gonna miss grabbing this ass the girl that he cheated on her with um looks up to her and she isn't shit compared to her and then offset comes in with almost like a letter type of format even saying i'm writing this letter to you kind of agreeing with her saying she's the queen yada yada so 
I think that to a lot of people that are into this relationship and are loving the drama of it, this narrative is really compelling. And it could have been a single on its own, this topic, these two going back and forth about their relationship, if they're willing to go this deep and be honest about it. This could have been a song on its own. It didn't have to be a remix on this Spanish song. No one is going to listen to three minutes of another language just to get to this. But it will make some headlines. It will be talked about and hopefully... Um, for their sake, they're going to cover it more on the Cardi B album because this is part of her narrative that people are really interested in. And I hope it doesn't go to waste for um, assuming we want Cardi B to win. But I only have 30 seconds left here. Uh, I'm going to chalk that up as another L. Uh, 0 for 3 on the singles that came out today that I decided to cover. Uh, but I did like this cause affected album. So that's what I'm going to get into next. This shit is amazing. Gotta know the reason why These niggas ain't really sure of me I ain't certain cheap They tell me currently Even with Cole referring me Well shit niggas be hating It just occurred to me Niggas be pussy They looking Kirby pink That's why niggas be shooting But now how Curry beat It's an emergency Rap need a savior And I think that I can save it But look Ain't no one heard of me Ain't no one heard of me dog Yeah Ain't no one heard of me that was Questions by Kaz, the intro and one of the standout records from his new album titled Affected. Kaz first made a name for himself in 2014 when he signed with J. Cole's Dreamville Records and released his debut album Cause and Effect. Since then, he has been relatively quiet. He released a mixtape in 2016 titled Nothing Personal that didn't make too many waves, but now he is back and he seems to be coming into his own as an artist, and this is his most complete work to this day. He seems to have finally found himself and his sound and that is on full display on the intro here questions where he talks about his experiences with self-doubt but how he's overcome that and he feels like he is rap savior even though people are really questioning him and um even with J. Cole co-signing him, why people still aren't feeling him. And that is the intro. After that, he does not seem to go through any more self-doubt and he gets right into the juiciness of his narrative. And that is on full display on track two here, which features Kendrick Lamar. And with the Kendrick Lamar co-signing on your second track, this really speaks a lot to how far Kaz has come in his career. So Kaz wastes no time on this second track, Hustler Story, featuring Kendrick Lamar. I mean, he says, I wake up, open up shop, get your hustle on, selling pills straight out of crib and break into another home. I understand your circumstance, so in their heads, there's nothing wrong. I mean, he's acknowledging the robbery and the drug dealing and how this is something that's wrong. But when you provide context that um, there's these circumstances that people are given and this is what leads to... Um, these type of actions is the lack of opportunity, which perfectly makes sense why Kendrick Lamar is on this song. However, I would have liked to heard a burst from Kendrick Lamar. He really just does kind of a weak, melodic hook. Although this song is good, um, I would have liked to hear more from Kendrick. Now, after Hustler's story, where Kaz is very introspective and socially conscious, he puts all that to the side with this third record, Ignorant Confidence, and gets right back to the Los Angeles bullshit um, with an interlude of his friend saying, fuck all that conscious shit. We need some motherfucking shoes. Let's go hit a lick. So him and his friend go and rob the mall, and they feel good about themselves because they are fly and they could get girls. And that's pretty much the gist of that song. I do like that record, the third song, Ignorant Confidence. Which kind of leads into the fourth record title, 
titled Demons and Distractions. Here, Kaz is dealing with a lot of stoned paranoia. His girl is really on his neck about his disloyalty and a lot of that, which then leads into the fifth track, which transitions flawless here, flawlessly here. This is where the cohesiveness of this album is on full display. Um, the fifth track, Freaky 45, is um, kind of him dealing with the guilt of how he treats women and acknowledging how he's wrong with how he deals with girls his age and he's really an old soul and he needs a girl who is 45 that can kind of tolerate his disloyalty because um, they're mature enough to understand that he's on some bullshit. Now on track six, Kaz really just kind of puts the narrative to the side and just reminds everyone that he could wrap his ass off at the end of the day. This is why he got signed to Dreamville Records in the first place. He just gives us 32 bars of great wordplay, polysyllabic patterns. Everything that people have come to love about Kaz is on full display on this record proof. The seventh track titled Badu featuring Currency is definitely one of the standouts for me. I love the smooth, jazzy instrumental on this thing, and I love the spit of feature. On this song, Kaz uh, starts to explore his relationship with God, which becomes a relatively common theme in this album. Um, the, his verse is very serious, and then uh, Currency comes in with one of his most inspired and better verses I've heard from him in a long time. I mean, it still has the Currency edge to it. He kicks it off with, I smoke and pray at the same time, hoping God don't mind the fact that I'm high. I mean, Spitta is really... Um, talking that shit on this verse and um it was good to hear it was good to hear from currency i'm um looking forward to what he has next following this verse i only have 30 seconds left and i'm halfway through this album so i guess i'm gonna have to do a part two of this review there's a lot to dive into here with this cause record that is track eight off of affected it is titled bout it i love the range that cause is displaying on this record a melody driven hook is something that is outside of his comfort zone but he really nails it usually we get a minimalist simplistic rap hook from cause here he is really actually singing and he doesn't and it doesn't sound like a reach this comes across as natural and i think that the emotions that he is displaying is what really makes this work he is talking about the deceit from his friends being surrounded by snakes keeping it a thousand yada yada this is a relatively um, common theme we are hearing in a lot of modern day rap songs but it's not what we are used to hearing from Kaz I love this record um, up until the second verse which is by someone who might just sound like one of his buddies uh, Darren I've never heard of him before his auto-tune driven verse just doesn't get it done for me after Kaz's first after the hook Kaz's first verse and his hook again I skipped this song but um, other than that, other than the Garn feature, man, this record is one of the ones that is definitely a standout. Bout It then leads into track 9 titled Van Ness. Van Ness, I guess, is a park that Kaz grew up at off of 65th, which 
um, is where a lot of gang activity is going on in Los Angeles. And um, this is the record where Kaz probably peels back the most layers on his gang affiliations, kind of his um, dilemma between dealing with Crips and Bloods and his affiliation with both. This really dives deep into the psychology of the gang life in Los Angeles rather than just glorifying the lifestyle. He is just speaking about the reality of it. I love this record, Van Ness. The title track, Affected, kind of perfectly blends the two tracks prior, um, Bout It and Van Ness, where he kind of talks about his gang affiliation and falling out friendships at the same time. The, the themes from the two previous songs kind of in one. Um, the beat we get here is a very West Coast piano-driven, almost Dr. Dre type of instrumental from producer Mies, who does a lot of the beats here. And I love Kaz's approach to it. Uh, another minimalist traditional cause hook we get but he absolutely nails it this is a, uh, a perfect cause song one of the takeaways makes sense why it's a title track it perfectly captures the themes and energy of this album and then Kaz kind of falls off the narrative a little bit with this track, My Love, where he kind of gives more insight into his complicated love life, but it's really not that interesting to me. I'm done hearing about the whole, like, I love money over hoes type of narrative from rappers. This song is a skip to me. And then track 12 titled That's The Thing is kind of another angle that we're really used to hearing in rap and is kind of repetitive. It's just kind of the documentation of the grind and the chasing of the dreams of this career. Um, it does fit well into the track list because it leads into the next song, Zendaya, featuring J. Cole, which is definitely a highlight of this album. I love this beat. It is probably my favorite beat on the thing. The sample is just angelic and special. Uh, he gets a really good verse from J. Cole here. J. Cole sounds inspired. It makes me look forward to what J. Cole has next to offer. Um, J. Cole kind of just goes in about his relationship with music while Kaz kind of goes in about his relationship with J. Cole and how important he has been to his career and his life. And then the third verse from Kaz is really just describing his journey kind of on the same way track 12 did with um, The Thing Is or That's The Thing. And then on track 14, the outro here titled Not A Minute, we get a faster double time flow and more of an emotional deep dive introspective outro that really puts the whole album in perspective and kind of wraps the whole thing up. Um, I do love what he does here. He gets back into his relationship and his theme of God, um, the way he closes it out. And it really just kind of leaves you on the edge of the seat waiting to see what Kaz has to say next and waiting to see that the impact this might have on his career. And it gets you just kind of excited for what the future has to offer for this kid. He's only 24 years old. He has a promising future and he seems to finally be coming into his own as an artist. So yeah, uh, overall, this album was really good. There's probably four or five standout tracks for me that are going to get heavy burn and be in rotation on my playlist so yeah uh cause affected good album